Hey everyone, for those who are new to the podcast, Hacka Convos are informal conversations with my brother Mike Hackathorn where we discuss wide-ranging topics. We had a number of issues with the first part of this recording and I actually considered not posting it at all, but I thought the last 18 minutes of it would really be helpful to someone out there today. So that's why it sounds like you are joining in the middle of a discussion. It's because you actually are. We just don't have the rest of it. So I hope you are blessed by it. Enjoy the conversation. So the other thing I wanted to mention was kind of the state of entropy within the universe. Um, yeah, I found this really interesting. I, li- I like this argument. Yeah. So the, the second law of thermodynamics basically states that everything is progressing worse. That's a very simplistic way to say it. Um, what we see in the Bible is that everything, when it was created, started out perfect in the Garden of Eden. Everything started out uh, in a state of order. Let's say that. Maybe not. Necess- maybe perfect is not the right word. But in a state of order. And now we see that it's becoming more and more chaotic, which is exactly what the law of entropy states, which is exactly what the second law of thermodynamics states. Again, The Bible has been correct about this the entire time. So everything started out with order and arrangement. God said, let there be this, let there be light, let let there be the sun and the moon and the stars to give times and seasons and days and years. So everything started out ordered and perfect in order and has now begun, now it's beginning to move closer and closer to chaos. And so that the original theory was that everything started out in chaos and is gradually getting better. Um, but we see mm. that that's quite frankly not true when we look at the universe. It's it's not true. Yeah, like when, when you look at everything, it corrodes, it gets right. worse over time, things die. Um, but yet in the midst of all of that, there's supposed to be something that's taking place that is making everything better yeah. at the same time that everything is getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, another good example is uh, organisms or like fish who swim in dark waters where there's no light. They don't see in the dark. Right. They go blind. Right. Yeah. And they haven't adapted eyes where they can see in the dark, obviously, because you need light to see. But, you know, they go, they go blind. Right. And that's uh, another example of things not getting better, but actually getting worse. Right. Yeah, and it's interesting that there's these things that we observe. We can observe things getting worse. We can observe things decaying. We can observe rust developing. We can observe these things. But the thing that we can't necessarily observe are these big leaps that are taking place that are uh, supposed to be making everything better. Right. And we're even seeing it in morality. You know, I guess the Bible would point to, there's like cycles to this, I guess, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, as they were in the days of Noah, so shall it be, you know, when the Son of Man returns, idea. Uh, But we're also seeing in morality that things are deteriorating over time. Morals aren't getting better, they're getting worse. Uh, and, And it's funny that the closer you get to Christ, the better morality, the better morals you have, the further you get away from Christ, the worse morals you get. 
Yeah. Uh, I know that wasn't necessarily something we were going to cover here, but it's like you can see that disorder is taking place the further you get away from the Word mm-hmm. of God. But the closer you get to the Word of God, order starts to take place in yeah. your life. Order starts to take place in your family. Order starts to take place in your community. The closer you are to the Word of God, the further you get away from the Word, the more chaotic, the more uh, dysfunctional, uh, the worse things get. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some revelation there for somebody that, you know, if you want to bring order back in your life, get closer to the Word right. of God. We see it in creation. We see it throughout the Bible. If you want order to return to your life, get back to the Word of God. Get get back to studying Scripture. Get back to living the way that He would have you to live, and you will find yep. order. If you want disorder, ignore right. His Word. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really really good point. Um, you know, immorality seems to honestly get worse as we progress. Um, you know, I I. I I've started to do more uh, study on like the New Testament and its its world, its con- context, stuff like that. Um, and, you know, what really bothers me is people will make statements like, oh, well, we're smarter than they were in the first century. No, we're not smarter. We're, we're more technologically advanced, um, but we're not smarter. And we're definitely not more moral. Um, so the reality is that people, honestly, as technology has progressed, People have honestly gotten dumber. That's just the reality. Well, all you have to do, all you have to do, is look at language 150 years mm-hmm. ago. Uh, just the the average laborer had much better yep. language, much better diction, much better writing capability than someone who exists yep. today. Uh, much better. Like it's just not even comparable. Yes. So, so again, we confuse technology with actual progress. And our, our societies continue to deteriorate and don't get any better, but we technologically advance. We, we have better weapons. We have better vehicles. We have better stuff. So it, it puts us in this false sense of reality where we think that we're smarter than previous generations. Um, and the reality is we're not. Um, people in the first century. Things are getting easier. Yeah. Things are getting easier, maybe not better. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Things have become more comfortable, more convenient, um, but not better. And, and certainly not better morally. Um, the morals of this world continue to deteriorate. Uh, they're, they're not getting any yeah. better. Um, not that they've ever been great, but it's not getting any better. As we advance technologically, morality is not following that. Um, and so, yeah, I, I like what you said, the closer that you get to the word of God, the closer that you get to Jesus, you, you have to realize that in the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, he created an order to everything. And that order is supposed to dominate our lives. We're supposed to be people of order. We're not supposed to be people of chaos. We're not supposed to be people who are, who are constantly anxious, constantly fearful, constantly worried. Uh, that's not what we're created to be. We're created to have our lives in order. Uh, now, certainly things happen outside of our control uh, that, that could cause a moment of anxiety or a moment of fear. Uh, we see that even in the, the lives of the apostles. They had fears. They had worries. They had doubts. Uh, that's just the reality. But you always go back to the source. And when you go back to the source, it's the source that orders you. It's the source that 
that causes you to be aligned. Um, and and, and mm. so what I love about God is that any time that I've ever needed order in my life, when I have gone back to God, my life has gotten better. It's never gotten worse. Never. Um, but actually what has happened is when, you know, when I tend to pray and when I tend to get into the word of God more, it starts to change your perspective. And I know we're probably way off base here, but I just kind of feel like this is where I'm being led right now. Um, but this, yeah. it changes our perspective. It changes how we think. And so as God orders us, as he gets us, as we get closer to him, he puts us more in alignment with his kingdom, with his way of thinking. And that's when we find our happiness. That's where we find our joy. That's where we find our peace. There are so many people in the church now who are stressed out and have so many issues. People, bro, I'm just going to be honest with you. People on medications, people on all this other stuff. And, and, and I understand people have issues. I get it. And I don't want to sound heartless. I really don't. But we have Jesus. We have the God of all order. We should not be going through this stuff in, in our own lives. Uh, we should be allowing God to order our steps. We should be allowing God to bring the chaos back into order. The same God who stood on the precipice of heaven and said, let there be light and ordered the universe and put an order to the earth and to the universe, to everything that we see around us. He can do that in our lives if we will let him. And so what we've got to learn to do is, I love what you said, go back to the word. Every time you you find yourself falling into chaos, every time you fall, find yourself falling into worry, fear, doubt, these things start gripping your mind and your heart, go back to the word. Let the word speak to you because the word will order you and it will put you in alignment with God. Yeah. Yeah. The word is the source and it's the, it's, it's what structures the entire world. It says that the world word framed yes. the entire world. And so if you want to find order in your life, if you want to find, and I agree with what you're saying, even, you know, a, a doctor in psychology, Vonnie Marshall, she's been on the podcast. She said she's not against medication, but it should not be the first choice. Right. If you're going to a psychologist, you're going to a psychiatrist, and that's the absolute first choice. The first thing they do is put you on medication. Maybe you need to get a second opinion, yeah. talk to a different psychologist, a Christian psychologist who's going to uh, try and help you order your thoughts. You know, definitely talk to someone. Yeah. That's why we have Dr. Yes. Bonnie Marshall on Absolutely. this podcast to help us to, to grow, to stretch, to get better, to change. And there's ways that you can do that cognitively. There's ways that you can uh, do that through talking to someone, helping to structure the way that you think, the way that you live. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about that on the podcast in the coming weeks with Dr. Marshall, also with Dan McLeod. He's going to be talking to us about spiritual warfare. These are things that we need to do to help us in a world of chaos. We should not be people of chaos. Right. We should not allow what's taking place in the world to come into our lives, into our family. There should be order in yeah. our lives. There should be order in our thinking. There should be order in our days. Not that you have to be completely regimented, but there should be a purpose to your day. Yeah. You should be living a life of purpose. And the way you're able to start that day, living in purpose, 
is spending time in the Word of God and finding out what does God want to say to me today? What does God want to do in my life and through me today? And and this is a conversation that's completely foreign to our world right yeah. now. It's all about what do I want to do? How can I get ahead? How can I, I, I? Whereas the Christian, we're thinking how can we center our life around the Word of yeah. God and, and how can that bring direction and order to my yeah. life? And And that's... That's the thing. I love that you brought that up, that we're, we're not supposed to have chaos dictating our lives. Here's, here's my question. We look at the world and the world is in chaos. If our lives as Christians are in chaos, do you think that the world is going to want what we have? If, if, if what they see when they look at the church, they don't see anything different about you. Uh, they just see that you're fearful, that you're anxious, that you're always worried. Do you think that they're going to want what you have? And and I don't mean that in a harsh way. I Listen, I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to, believe me, as much as I'm talking to anybody else on here, I'm talking to myself. We've got to have this understanding that if we want the world to see Jesus, they have to see Jesus through us. I was talking about this, I was talking about this to, to one of my friends who I go to church with uh, the other day. Um, they have to see Jesus in us. They're not going to see Jesus any other way. This, that's the purpose of the church. That's why we're here. We're supposed to be ambassadors, Paul calls us. We're supposed to be representatives so that when they look at us, they see Jesus. And if they don't see Jesus, if all they see is chaos, well, then why would they want to come to your church? Why would they want to be a part of your group? You're no different than, than the person that they go hang out with at the bar. Uh, your life is just as much in chaos. Like maybe you're not getting drunk or, or whatever, but your life is in chaos. You're anxious. You're fearful. You're worried. So why would they want what we have? And again, I mean this in the most compassionate way. And Sister Marshall is way more of an expert on this than I am. Um, but the reality is when I look at uh, th- this type of stuff, it causes me concern um, because when I hear someone is, listen, I understand worry comes in at times, but when I hear someone who's always worried, always anxious, always fearful about something, it was John who said, whoever fears has not been perfected in love. And what he meant by that is when you really love someone, you will trust them. And when you really trust someone, What do you have to fear? If you really trust God, if you really believe that God has your good in mind, if you really believe that this is going to end up with us being a part of his kingdom and and, and you really believe that everything is working together for good, then why are you worried? Why are you held in this torment of fear? It shouldn't be that way. I'm not saying that fears don't come up. I've been through it myself. What I'm saying is we can't allow these things to dominate our lives because then it starts to affect our witness. It starts to affect our ability to tell people about Jesus because they're not going to want a Jesus who is fearful and worried and anxious just like they are. And at the end of it all, which is what you're talking about, um, trusting in God, at the end of it all, he's going to bring everything back into order. Yeah. The things that are broken, the things that are broken in your life, the things that are broken in our world will be brought back into yep. order by the word of God. He will come. 
He will set things in order, and uh, we will be able to spend eternity with him. But that's the challenge to us as Christians, that in a world of chaos, we can't live in that chaos. We can't allow that chaos into our lives. But we would live. We would live with the order that He has given us through His yeah. Word, through studying His Word, through being close to His Word. That, that's why we go to church on Sunday. Uh, that's why we go to Bible study midweek. I mean, that's why Bible studies are so effective because over time, as you're introducing the Word of God to someone who doesn't have a relationship with Jesus, you're bringing order into their life through the Word of God. The Word of God is speaking to them and helping them to bring that order into their life. Yeah. I'm so glad we we broke off into this discussion. Uh, really, really enjoyed it and appreciate your insight today, Mike. Was there anything else you wanted to leave us with as we finish up this episode? Yeah, I just wanted to say real quick, I liked your point about setting the world back in order um, because I believe that's the story of the Bible. The, 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 the story of the Bible, the story of humanity is that eventually God will set everything right. He will put the world right. So we 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 had this this paradise in the beginning. We messed it up, and then through Jesus, God is setting the world back to right. And so that's what we have to remember in our daily devotion. Whenever you're struggling, whenever you're afraid, whenever you're when whenever you're allowing yourself to give into fear or to torment or whatever, remember God's goal is to set everything right. And he wants to do that in your life as well. Not just the world, in your life. Uh, God so loved the world, yes, but God so loved you. And so he wants, what he wants for the world, he also wants for you.